everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Lemonair podcast, or at least uh, season two for now. Um, we are together with a few special guests, or not that special anymore. I mean, you've seen it before. And uh, we are having a new host for now. Um, this is not a member of Stura. Uh, his name is Jammer Schumans, and he is a first year on the Dutch side of the studies. Um, Jammer, introduce yourself a bit further. Yeah, thank you, Joost. So uh, I'm Jomer, I'm 22 years old. Um, and yeah, I started uh, in Stura, beginning of this uh, school year. And uh, I heard they are doing podcasts as well. So I thought, okay, I have to jump on this because I love podcasts. So uh, here I am. And um, yeah, currently in the Dutch stream, but I uh, started in the English stream. Um, well, I switched. I made a switch, so uh, yeah, I can also um, explain what the difference is between the Dutch and the English stream so far. So uh, yeah, uh, the topic of uh, this podcast will be uh, stuttering during Corona and pre-Corona. Um, so yeah, we have uh, two guests, Mark van Driel. Uh, some say he is still a student, but he gets paid for being a teacher. And then we have Rutger de Witt. Uh, former president of Stura. Um, I don't know him that well, actually. We don't know each other that well. Um, but I know he is, uh, he's called Mr. Efteling, the future uh, director of the Efteling. So, uh, yeah. So, Rutger, um, about the Efteling. Um, yeah, because uh, when I had the introduction of this study program, I saw you really wanted to be the director of the Efteling. Um, is it still uh, still the case? It's it's actually still the case. Yeah, it's it's a dream that I had all from from when I was like on on the the primary school. That's like the first school, right? I, I, it's it's been a while that I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I had it already from a little boy, and and nowadays it's it's still um, that I want to be the director of the Efteling. Although there are also other companies who might uh, took interest uh, from my side that I thought like, oh, this this might also be a really nice company. For example, um, I'm applying now for an internship at the Leisure Expert Group here in Amsterdam, and they are really doing uh, concept creating and and making storylines for theme parks, but also for festivals and haunted houses. So um, yes, it's still my dream to become uh, the director of the Efteling. But there is much more to explore than uh, just a fairy tale theme park uh, in the south of the Netherlands. So, uh, as I hear, you're finally going to do something because, well, you haven't done anything last year, right? Well, yes and no. Yeah, I'm still, um, I'm now here sitting in Amsterdam actually doing indeed nothing. I have a sort of gap year for uh, a half year at this moment. Um, but since I returned from Curaçao, uh, we just talked about it already. Uh, I thought it might be time to start doing things uh, again. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm really actively uh, searching for a good internship right now. And uh, hopefully after uh, this year in January, I can start an internship at a really nice company. Well, that's pretty cool. I mean, finally stick your hands out again because you were a very busy man, but Curaçao, yeah. you have been laying back and well, enjoying the sun. That's something else for you. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was really also in the first week. 
um, because as you said, like I was also uh, of Warren, always the chairperson of uh, of the Stura, and and I had a lot of work things besides school and still the study program running. So the first week when I arrived at uh, at the island, it was already started with 30 degrees, so that was really nice. But I also had nothing on my hands to do. So from being on for 100% and working eight days a week, I was doing nothing. So yeah, that, I needed to get used to that, but it, it, it's really something where I could use be, get used on because it's, it, yeah, I really enjoyed my time over there and having a little bit less Corona being around you and a little bit more party as we are supposed to do as uh, students. Um, I guess you were very good at uh, combining the both, um, like before you went to Corona. I mean, the many the amount of times I saw you hungover on school. Um, I think you've met, you've seen it as well, Mark. <laughs> and this guy was always hungover. <laughs> yeah, well, he was actually always there. He was uh, not only Mr. Efteling, but uh, I would say there were more. But he was one of the Mrs. Future Lab. <laughs> uh, when you went for, for the toilet, he was there. When you went for a coffee, he was there. Uh, so uh, yeah, he was part of the furniture of the of the future lab indeed. Yeah. So yeah, it, I, I can imagine that it was quite a change from being yeah indeed a study and workaholic to uh, going to Curaçao and uh, well doing a bit less. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, talking about furniture, I think also Mark, you are also kind of a part. Also on the days that you were actually not allowed to be at school, you were always sneaky. Little teachers there. Yeah, yeah. I've I've felt it reason to be here, so uh, I I am here. Yeah, my presence is always is the valid reason, actually. You know. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> very well, very well. <laughs> yeah. So when the lockdown started last year, um, I can imagine it. It was a big chaos. Mark, how did you uh, teachers manage that? Like. Yeah, um, to be honest, uh, 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 yeah, not not only in the world, it, it's yeah for a lot of countries the biggest, especially in Western Europe, the biggest crisis since uh, the Second World War. Um, also in school, it was the first time we had to deal with such a thing, such a case. Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Tietzka, one of our colleagues, just sent us all the pictures from the crisis meeting we had uh, at that day exactly a year ago. And we did not know anything. <clears throat> um, of course, we've been doing some things online, but as you remember, uh, I think one of our strengths is the contact with students, all the classes we have in the ateliers, the future lab, and it all vanished uh, from, yeah, within, within a split of a second. So uh, I remember I was in the second year, um, and uh, yeah, we also, with all the teachers, got together and made a kind of a plan uh, uh, and we gave ourselves some time. Uh, I, I probably Rutger will remember uh, that you had some time to work on your English assignment, which was also a bit already on distance. And that gave us the time to think yeah, thoroughly about a plan on, on how to deal with this, because yeah, I've never at that moment, never I've never done a, a lecture on a uh, lecture online once, but a DBE session, no skills workshop, nothing. So it was all new to us and we immediately, and I think that's also one of our strengths, we were quite flexible, we immediately switched. And of course we've made a lot of mistakes, but yeah, I think that's uh, inherent to, to, to such a thing. Um, it was the most difficult thing was um, 
during classes to spend time and attention to everyone in class because usually in the physical environment you can look you can make eye contact uh, with everyone and he or she sees it but with online it's just different um, so I think uh, we did quite well although yeah we had to change things like the amount of hours for volunteers uh, voluntary work for internship and yeah of course uh, we had to change all the tests to online and I think that was the that was a hell of a job, uh, especially the last weeks before summer. I, I also worked eight days a week to, you know, when it comes to proctoring, to arrange everything, to make new, because we gave you new opportunities, uh, extra chances for the knowledge test, but also, uh, uh, in, yeah, basically meant that we had to write extra questions, extra check. So, yeah, it was a hell of a job, but I think we managed pretty okay. Well, from my experience, I would say that um, the roughest or the toughest thing um, which I had experienced was um, uh, about the Mad Tea Party uh, within the Disney semester, or well, at least everyone knows, uh, calls it Disney semester, whilst it is actually called what? <laughs> what was it again? Le leisure concepting. Oh yeah, that one. Well, Disney semester. Um, but um, like two weeks or three weeks beforehand, before having the mad tea party, or at least we had some kind of mad tea party. Um, we still didn't know if we had to do it like in real life or we had to do it uh, online. Uh, these were, I think, the hardest things to manage because you would have to make different scenarios or uh, different ways to present it, whilst um, normally you would just have the mad tea party. Uh, such as Rutger had like two years ago. That's already two years ago for you. When yeah, it's, it's still normal. It, it, it still feels like the day of yesterday that we had the Matty party and I was running through Disneyland with, with Ingrid uh, trying to, to judge our assignment while me and, and Steven Sterk were running as Ratatouille rats through Disneyland and, and it was so slippery that we literally fell on the ground and... and for me, it, like the Disney semester, yeah, it, it sounds a bit, little bit, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry for you, Joost uh, and Yelmer, but the, the Disney semester, how we had it, it, I think it was the best semester uh, I could have imagined, like during the whole, uh, the whole school career well, so far. Oh, there's a doorbell. Okay, it's <laughs> really, really unfortunate. I have it's just, it's that happens like, when you're I, I don't have to online. Go. I, I just podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but um, there's one one good thing for us. Um, we didn't go to Disney this year, but I can happily announce um, that we can go next year with the first oh. or with the then second years. Okay. That's really nice. I'm not the only one who's got cold. <laughs> yeah, <I'm sorry>. uh, <laughs> and, and about the field trips, it's uh, also a thing I, I forgot to mention. And, and then you also basically know how all these <clears throat> event organizers must have felt like. Is that, of course, at that time, we just started up the first year's field trip organization, the study start week, uh, as well as the uh, second year's field trip. And yeah, at the moment given, we also had to decide First, we had to decide when we are going to decide to either do it or not, or to do it offline or online. Uh, and, and we had to wait quite long because, yeah, it, it was, we were also bound by all the rules and regulations of the, of the, of the, of the government. So that was also quite an intense uh, process indeed, uh, Yelma, yeah. Okay. And 
what activities and what field trips did you have before then? Because I didn't have any <coughs> any of those. Ah. <laughs> well, well, maybe Rutger can tell something about the one to uh, to Disney. Yeah, and then you can start off maybe with with the first one in oh, year yeah, one, yeah, yeah. and then I can explain uh, afterwards about Disney because the first yeah. year's field trip is also really nice. Ooh, yeah, that yeah. Was of really course, good. we start. We usually start with an offline study start week uh, in which you get to know each other as a student. Uh, not not all students are participating. I would say around eighty percent with all kinds of uh, nice uh, cool activities. And then after I would say ten, yeah, nine to ten weeks. Uh, with all the first years, so all, uh, Dutch internationals, Emmen as well, uh, you go on a field trip to, uh, yeah, where I am at, at the moment, to Beekbergen, to the, yeah, it's somewhere in the middle of Holland, next to, uh, uh, close by Arnhem, and you will visit all kinds of uh, leisure companies. Uh, so Papendal, the Olympic Training Center, uh, mm -hmm. a, a theater, something that has to do with art, events, uh, and also during the evenings we have several activities, and of course, uh, it's 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 it has an educational purpose as well as uh, yeah bonding getting to know each other because this is what we also find very important and uh, and i think yeah we also went to the efteling on the last day usually that's a kind of a round off um sometimes we get a, a presentation uh, we get guest, guest lectures or students had to do an assignment um but it depends of course and and it's all organized by students uh, all field trips and i think that's really nice uh, yeah, and then the second year is, of course, a uh, next level field trip. Yeah, definitely, because the second year's field trip, we were going, uh, we are going to Disneyland. And uh, some of my friends were also in the organization team of uh, that field trip, but they were also in my uh, group uh, during the, the Disney semester. So they were literally 24-7 busy with Disney and Paris and concepting and organizing and and really that stress level of a real event manager, which was, uh, after all, quite nice. But at the moment, it was quite uh, stressful. But the field trip itself, it was amazing because they created a whole storyline around um, the field trip. So there was something with uh, fairy tales, but also um, sort of adventures that we needed to solve on the, on the holiday park where we were settled on uh, Village Nature. And of course, we had two days of Disney where we could uh, enjoy the attractions and, and the whole atmosphere of the park. But also uh, on the second day, we really needed to do uh, an assignment, um, which was testing our uh, value proposition, if I'm right. Yes, Mark is uh, saying yes, yes, value proposition uh to our target group and and we needed to to do a sort of role play in uh in the park and i remember that at a certain point even normal guests were looking at us like we were really the the people from uh, from the park who needed to entertain them so that was really nice but also the day in paris was quite nice we visited a really nice uh light museum uh with art and uh yeah and again it, it's just bonding with your group and and get to know each other and uh, get to know teachers on way that you didn't know that they also had that side uh, in their life. I, I remember Wilco and Ingrid dancing uh, on the table, singing uh, "Ik voel me sexy als ik dans" while they were smashing uh, the lamps and whatsoever. So it's really nice to, after such a yeah high stress period, uh, be in such a relaxed and and normal way with students, but also with teachers. 
So that was, uh, yeah, I can talk about it like for hours about this field trip. Because, <laughs> like there was a water park, there was a theme park, it was a nice city, there was a nice trip and there were lots of alcohol. So that's also helping uh, for the fun. Uh, and again, hangovering, of course, as uh, Joost uh, knows me the best. So uh, yeah, that was really, uh, really a nice field trip. Yeah, this this study program really sounds like a party. Uh, if I hear all these stories, oh yeah, it's still gonna be. It really is. Yeah, yeah. But also for the for the first uh, for the first uh, year's field trip, um, being on in Big Bergen, like being on the bungalow park, um, <clears throat> that was also something, because every evening uh, the bungalows um, we call it bungalow hopping. Um, we went from bungalow to bungalow, checking uh, where the party was the best and um, where, of course, Mark was at. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day I could go to the reception and uh, justify all uh, the bad behavior of my students. Huh? <laughs> I wouldn't call it bad behavior. I mean, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it definitely. We are, we are just really creative, Mark. We are just yeah. really creative people, uh, open-minded. Yeah. Uh, well, to it, it, it also reminds me of your uh, perfectly drawing of a yeah. part of a body, a body part on your head. <laughs> yeah, by Fleur. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that yeah. was a nice artwork. Like it, it's just a part of our study, arts and culture. <laughs> yeah, but but on the other hand as well, like uh, I, who I've done now, well, I've been on I think twenty twenty five field trips, and to be honest, of course sometimes we have complaints, sometimes things go wrong, uh, but. Of course, I also get to hear stories from other uh, from other um, uh, educations, but there's always mutual respect uh, between students and teachers. I've never had a like a fierce discussion with any of the students. Uh, I mean, in the end, of course, I think we give you a lot of freedom, but you also know uh, the borders and when you've crossed the line, we will tell you and there's no like, you know, no complaining or whatsoever. And I think that's also, uh, uh, yeah, a nice aspect of those field trips that uh, that that besides of course informal people also know and people also respect each other so to say yeah and also the, the moment like when you are off it also like that you are more the person but at the moment that you are teaching again it's not that we are still uh okay sometimes we're childish but most of the time yeah, we then also yeah. we also act uh to you as that you are the teacher and and have that same respect and that also gives a nice atmosphere in my opinion because then during the lecture everything is serious and formal and then it's fine to have like a small talk after the lecture even if it's about how your last day uh, was with your friends or the night out or whatsoever like if you feel like there's always that sort of trust but also formal informal yeah we will not make uh, that, yeah we will not yeah. uh, abuse it so to say yeah no exactly and i think the students also don't do it but the teachers also don't do it so that's quite nice yeah, so let's get back on a bit more serious side because um, yeah, we uh, there were a lot of online classes and um, yeah, I would like to know what what is the difference in for you, Mark, like uh, in online classes and offline classes, because I think um, you're doing a great job uh, together with Mert Rose. Um, yeah, I was in your class and there was a lot of interaction and I really enjoyed classes, but but still, what do you think is the most, uh, the biggest difference in online and offline classes? Um, I think there was a couple of differences, but that's from my point of view, from a teacher's point of view. On the one hand, I 
have the feeling. And, and the same applies on meetings if the online classes are maybe even a bit more effective because there's um, on the one hand there's more distraction, but if you're in a class with 24 people, time management is often more difficult. So in that sense, uh, it's also something positive. Uh, on the other hand, uh, I think the online classes also, <clears throat> especially in the beginning, um, require more energy and effort from my side. Um, like I remember the, the, the first classes I gave uh, to you, Yelm, in September, I really had my list and I said to myself, so with uh, each class I want to at least hear each student once. So I was, or even uh, uh, by asking or of course uh, by, by proactiveness from the student himself, but I was really like ticking all the names like, okay, Yelma, yes, uh, Paulina, yes, Hannah, yes. Um, so, uh, and I, I forced myself to do it because I think this is also something that's very important to keep everyone uh, on board and to not lose uh, anyone. Um, on the other hand, or like next to that, I also think that uh, um, it. Uh, I have the feeling that uh, in, in class you have talks about uh, you know uh, get get rid of your phone, don't look too much on your phone, etc. Uh, and here the talks are more about uh, also engagement from students. Eh? I think Yelma, we also uh, had an exercise uh, concerning uh, online behavior by students. Is that yeah, of course, some students choose to yeah to lay in bed at nine o'clock, but then it's your choice. So that's yeah, we talked about that. Um, yeah, I think that's that that are the main the main differences. And uh, um, um, yeah, as I said earlier, uh, uh, like the eye contact I, I I make, and that's why I also find it important to to talk to as many students as possible. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I thought you were doing a really great job because the interaction that really made it um, the class is more fun and that's what differ you from other teachers, I would say, or at least the teachers I am uh, used to. Um, so yeah, the interaction was really going on. Yeah, thank you. Too much credit. No, but I think I think of of course I've also done things wrong, but but as you say, like I also learned from the I would say the first lockdown. And as you say, also to to be serious, but also to have humor, to have some jokes, and to to create a safe environment, even though it's online. And I think that is something that is very important to me. And I think in the end, we are we all managed to create that atmosphere. And also, of course, uh, credits to Rose and uh, Kira and to to the students. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. the interaction was really uh, important, and it helped a lot. Um, talking uh, about interaction, uh, we tried to interact with uh, our audience on Stura and asked uh, <laughs> about what they want to know about this this topic. So uh, I got a question from um, one of our biggest Stura fans, if not the biggest, and uh, she wanted to know if um, Mark, you still have a crush on Ilse. Oh! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this is so unexpected. This question. Uh, well, I have to say, uh, yeah, you haven't seen Ilse in a while, but she's pregnant now, so she has. Yeah, what I did you know. do, Mark? Mark, what did yeah. you do? No, 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 no. So, uh, yeah, of course, I have, a, I have, a, I have a little crush on Ilse, but it really, yeah. Sorry, Ilse. Although, for a pregnant woman, you 
still look beautiful, but yeah, you know, pregnant women. It's oh, okay. That's only one man. Is it mm. it's sweet to say that she's still Yeah, exactly, exactly. Still it's nice made to say. Yeah. No. Yeah. But from who was that from who was that question? Yeah. Definitely not Rose, right? Definitely not. No, no, no. It could it's never not be possible. she would never ask that. No, never, never, never. She's very no. professional, she would never do that. Yeah, definitely. She's team leader, so yeah. This, uh, this actually gives me a little throwback to our uh, last uh, episode of uh, the first season of the Lemonade podcast, um, because then we invited uh, Rose, Ilse and you, Mark. Uh, and that was also a pretty fun uh, podcast, right? Uh, also with some juicy questions and yeah. who you like most. And some embarrassing would... dilemmas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if... If you listeners are uh, are curious, check them out. It's uh, it's on Spotify as well as this one. So uh, see for yourself. But uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's go <laughs> on to the next topic because um, there is enough talk on that, I would say. <laughs> yeah, Elmer. Yeah, okay. Um, so Yosta, actually, uh, because we don't really uh, interact that much, I don't know you that well. Um, so. I was curious why why do you choose this uh, why did you choose this study program and what what did you do you want to achieve because I see you're really active on everything on Stura and on the yard club it's called drinking really <laughs> really much no drinking huh what is that uh yeah no okay I can uh, I can tell a bit uh, for myself um so this study uh, I've chosen uh, because I started with uh, tourism uh, the tourism uh, studies on Stenen uh, four years ago um the way of education uh is quite or was quite similar to the one of leisure and event management um so I really liked um that way uh and also um I was together with uh or I was together um uh, when I was a little scout a little boy um <laughs> My uh, teacher was actually Jochem, and Jochem is also a teacher in uh, the leisure studies. So he could give me oh, a really? lot of information. Yeah, yeah. He knew me when I was six, when I was just a, uh, a little pup. <laughs> oh, this so, is also exactly what I think of, of Jochem. Like this is this this does so this suits him so much. Yeah, yeah. Jochem, right? Jochem is our prototype Boy Scout. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So um, also, yeah, I got in. I got in contact with him and um, so I've got, I got a, a lot of information about the studies and yeah I started the studies so now I'm here and um, firstly um, starting up or motivating well of course you're a student uh, drinking is fun so it's hard but now um, at the beginning of this year I really wanted to achieve and learn a lot so I became the president of Stura and started with uh, uh, a club under the association of St. Paternus. And yeah, now I'm here doing another podcast with the previous president and with the fun teacher or student, I don't know what he is, but, and you, so yeah. But how, how is it for you then as like, I, I know how it was as, as Stura chair, but how is it for you now? Do you also experience the same pressure as I do or uh, oh. like, how, like, can you because I, I gave the task to you and I said good luck with it and I don't want to hear anything anymore and then I was kind of off the radar 
But now, uh, since I'm back, I'm really curious how you, what you think of it and, and what you really want to achieve with, with your Stura at this moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course. I've experienced that you have just thrown me in the deep. <laughs> that's, also, that's also good because that uh, made me uh, the, uh, the chairman uh, who I am right now. Um, and I guess from what I heard from the team is uh, that they operate correctly and in a good way. And um, but it is of course totally different due to Corona um, with the online events. Uh, it's it was at the beginning really hard to uh, to see how we could still involve the students, and it has been hard on us for like the first half year. Now we are trying to get uh, more contact with students. Of course, Instagram or working via Instagram um works but not efficient enough so we need to find ways to communicate better or more um but yes i experienced the same stress as you did <laughs> nice good luck with it <laughs> yeah what is thank you the, the, the biggest challenge in 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 being a chair like besides corona is there is there one specific thing within the story that you think like it, is it really to to Gather because for me at that moment it was really hard sometimes to to get enough information from the students to forward to the teachers. But is that still a struggle for you, or is it? Well, what are the struggles where the maybe the listeners can also help you a bit more with? Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, of course, we had the round the table meetings, um, but this uh, wasn't efficient enough. We are currently working on a new program, uh, which is involving. Um, um, what it's called again, there's one class representatives. Yeah, uh, every class will have a class representative. Um, these class representatives will meet together with uh, one member or two members of Stura. Um, they have to have um, have an update of every week um, to check if there's something wrong, if something could be better, if something's good. So by this means, we can get as much as feedback and information to then uh, uh, return back to the coaches. And from that point on, um, we are able to make uh, the semesters as good as possible, I would say. Yeah. Nice. And how do you experience the, the professional uh, appointments, like, for example, with Falco and, and those talks? Do you, do you really like them? Um, they are very informative. Yeah, definitely. Um, though, um, we are not having a lot of them at the moment. Um, I had some meetings with Falco, but uh, we have actually established now a formal document of Stura. Yes, something on paper, something on paper with uh, so, everything so. Stura entails. Uh, so that chapter is actually closed-ish. Um, but still, yeah, the professional meetings um, are very helpful and very useful to make sure that Stura operates in a better way. And of course, that we can make sure that the study operates in a better way. Nice, good to hear. Good story. And talking about challenges, I know I'm not a host, but but I'm also wondering because I also have contact with other teachers. So, Yelmer, in the first year, I can also imagine that you guys have struggles at the moment, uh, uh, motivation-wise. How how is that with you? Yeah. So um, in the beginning, I I think it was really nice that we could go to school. Um, yeah, one day a week. And I, yeah, I can't really say any negative things about it. I think it was re really well organized. Um, but yeah, I'm now really feeling like everything is online. Yeah, it 
it gets more uh, demotivating and you don't really have to, you, you don't have things you can look forward to and we're sitting home all the time. So uh, yeah, now it's, it's getting a bit hard, I would say. Um, also, I haven't met my, uh, my Dutch uh, Dutch students, my project group in real in real life. So, yeah, that's also a bit. It's a bit weird that you do everything online. Yeah, of course, because you won't be able to, uh, or you won't to get to know the people you're working with, and actually finding out their characteristics is really important when working together. But you still manage. Yeah, I do. I um, yeah, uh, the energizers from uh, my from the English stream. I really uh, put those in uh, into uh, the whole class actually, and it really helped getting to know each other better. And yeah, I think we managed really well um, for the project we are working on right now. What's it called? Like yeah, you get in total um, 24 ECs for the whole project. And we get a 8.2 on the first uh, first project. So yeah, that was really good. Yeah, we that's, work really well together. Big. So yeah, uh, that's really good. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Because I, I was mean, the one uh, advising him, amongst others, to switch to the Dutch stream. So I'm happy to hear that he's also have a success in, over there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kudos to you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. There's no. a big difference. There is a difference actually be between the international stream and the Dutch stream because um, nobody of the Dutch stream knows Tura, and um, the Dutch stream is really all about like, okay, we have uh, we have a test. Uh, okay, let's get just uh, a 5.5, and then we will be fine. But I get that like the international stream is really like they're really pushing to get to do uh, their best, and uh, that's something I'm missing. Yeah, the see Germans. <laughs> That's really uh, something I'm missing actually on the on the international stream. So yeah. Yeah, well, I guess we just have to mingle, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's already five thirty-seven. Well. Yes. Yes, we had to cut off. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was a good story to round off. Um, yeah, I want to say uh, thank you. Um, that you wanted to participate in this podcast and uh, maybe we'll see each other uh, offline again on uh, campus. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Or, or on the terrace. Or on the terrace. That's also a good one. I mean, we did it before, so why not? <laughs> you sound <laughs> no, like yeah, a person, Joost. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. thank you for having me as well. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, same here. It was uh, it was nice to uh, also talk online about those kind of things and not only serious uh, business. So uh, good luck with your uh, next podcast. Thank you, guys. On to uh, the next podcast. Bye bye. Okay. Ciao. Bye. -bye.